Sounds may be perceived as color, or color as odor. I, I knew that the boys smoked pot, and they, they equally knew that I disapproved. Yes, I was free above the planet F, so it was rotating majestically below me. New Year in Australia. It is uh, New Weird Australia. I'm Stu Buchanan on FBI 94.5, or if you're listening online, at fbiradio.com. Coming up next right now, something uh, a little bit special. We have uh, Random Acts of Elevator Music live in the studio, Nick Wilson and Matt Adair. We're going to be having a chat to Nick and Matt uh, in a few minutes' time. But first, we're going to be uh, hearing something from them playing live in the studio on FBI. This is Random Acts of Elevator Music on New Weird Australia. Thank you. 
listening to FPI 94.5 and it's New Weird Australia. And uh, just playing live for us in the studio there, random acts of elevator music. And uh, we're joined uh, now by uh, random acts of elevator music or city frequencies. They'll tell us more when they uh, step up to the mic. Nick Wilson and Matt Adair. And uh, here we are joined by Nick and Matt and a very squeaky seat. <laughs> How are you guys? Good. Good. Thanks. Now, uh, thanks, uh, thanks very much for coming in and playing for us tonight. But... Um, <clears throat> It's, it's part of the performance, actually. We sh- you should have built that into the sound, you know, you yeah. guys, man attacking chair in the background. It's ergonomic office furniture. Oh, used right. to small elevators, you see. <laughs> now, um, tell us a little bit about the project. I mean, you guys are, are based in Melbourne, but are here in Sydney. Tell us, first of all, before we get into the backstory, tell us a little bit about um, the performance element, I guess, of what you've been doing here in Sydney over the last uh, today and uh, yesterday. Well, the last couple of days, and again tomorrow during the day, we've been wandering around the city, carrying our equipment, which is all hidden in nice briefcases. It's all battery-powered, so we wear our business suits and wander into various buildings in the city. For example, today we're in the Australia Square building um, and a few other buildings here and there around the place. And we just wander in, set up our gear within about... 30 seconds in the lift and just start playing some nice ambient electronic music for the office workers as they go up and down nice. now between it's, floors. So it's very much guerrilla art in that sense. It's completely um, uh, un, uninvited, if you like. Well, in saying you're uninvited, you're actually, um, you, you put out requests to to people to uh, to to invite you to play, albeit, you know, uh, office workers from particular locations ask you to play in their elevator. Um, now, h- how does that tend to go down with, uh, you know, the Jobsworth security guards <laughs> at all? We get a lot of those. You can usually spot a Jobsworth when they come in the elevator because yeah. they sort of have this downturned look about them and you're obviously doing something that they don't really like. Yeah. And they'll dash off and you know they're just heading off to a phone somewhere. Um, we, you said we're uninvited. We're also sometimes unwanted. Because we, we've, what did we play, the financial district, I think, today? So a lot right. of people look very preoccupied with numbers and figures and dollars and cents and so on. And what we tend to try and do is be a nice little interlude, a 10-second interlude in their busy day as they journey between floors. And um, sometimes that is an unwarranted intrusion, I guess. They just look like they're, this is something confusing. I'm not sure. I'm uncomfortable. I have to leave now. Or can you just stop? Because that's it. Because actually, what you're doing is, um, you know, a, a very uh, kind and kind of altruistic gesture. I guess you know, you're 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 giving something that's quite beautiful into somebody's routine that might not be quite beautiful. But as you say, people find that so out of the ordinary and so confined that, irrespective of how the music sounds or how they might process that, the first reaction is to, you know, oh my god, don't look at the weird guys in the elevator. Well, that's right. Know? Well, it yeah. is that thing of the uh, the usual behaviours of people in elevators is to not look at anyone because it's you know confined space. You're yeah. inf- uh, infringing on other people's personal space. You look at the numbers. Um, and there's usually probably about two seconds of people getting into an elevator with us and then someone who's a bit more forward will just yeah. make a wisecrack. Yeah, right. More than likely to the other people in the elevator, not actually to us. Of course. And that breaks the ice, <laughs> and then we start talking, and we do, you know, we say we're random acts of elevator music. We're playing music live for you as you journey yeah. between floors, and that's it. And they sometimes have this look about them that they think they're a, we're after something, or 
maybe they're trying to sell something, but we're actually just you're here to take, provide jo- uh, your journey with some enjoyment. You're going to take your hat off and ask, right. ask for cash at the <laughs> end of it, you know? Well, do we you, only accept checks, really. So. <laughs> do you get anybody that's really quite antsy about it? I mean, do you get people that are... That, I mean, do you, do you kind of fear for your safety at any point, or have you never had any of that no, kind of... No, I mean... People are generally quite mellow about some it. Some of the security guards are a bit... They're, the guys... We went into the Australia Reserve Bank in Melbourne, and they had guns, and they were a bit perturbed that we walked straight past them. Yeah. And they said, look, we've got guns, and you walk straight past us, and you're playing in our elevator going down to our bullion reserve or something <laughs> like that. And um, we just, we're pretty nonplussed. I mean, it's... The only thing that can stop us is those card swipe barriers that you have in yes. all those big buildings. Um, but if there's an elevator in a lobby that we can walk into, then why can't we just walk into that? You were scuppered today, I noticed. You tried to uh, get into... Yeah, was some it Governor, Governor, Governor Philip. Philip Tower. Oh, yeah. And it was this amazing... A long line of these swipe card barriers and these very efficient-looking people behind the desk. It's like, there's no way we can get through that. So have we missed our chance to see you in elevators? Will we be doing stuff again tomorrow? We will be doing it tomorrow. We haven't quite identified our district as yet. I mean, we're going to go and check our website tonight and see if any requests have come in from office workers. Okay, so the website um, is aka km.net.au slash cityfrex as in frequencies city f-r-e-q-s um, because random acts of elevator music is actually part of I guess city frequencies which is you know your collaborative uh, you know uh, name of choice and you this isn't the first kind of activity that you've embarked on of course I mean you guys have been making music for a long long time but um, tell us a little bit about because I noticed um, the, but the, there was a project called Cafe Voyeur in yeah. Melbourne that sounds pretty interesting. Tell us about that one. That was a few years ago. We got some um, funding from the local council for that one in Fitzroy, which is kind of like the trendy cafe suburb of Melbourne. So we did a project where we, we had a specific cafe where people's we recorded people's conversations using right. these little tiny FM frequency microphones hidden in vases of flowers. <laughs> and we sort of advertised, we promoted it so that people who wanted to come and be part of this and have right. their conversations recorded could do that. And, you know, in the, in, the, in the assumption that everyone these days wants to be a star, <laughs> yeah. wants to be on TV or, you know. Plus it was that thing where we're just curious about what actually people talk about in cafes because mm. they're always busy. There's people in there sitting there drinking their coffee and there's this general hubbub. So... It's kind of like it is a voyeuristic fascination. Mm. What are they talking about? And we found out. We recorded their conversations, mapped out the amount of words they said. There wasn't a lot of swearing. Yeah, right. We did find that women tended to be a bit more have a broader vocabulary than men, um, which is probably <laughs> not that surprising. <laughs> um, yeah, not terribly surprising. And they, yeah. yeah, and um, and it was, yeah, it was just it's kind of like the original City Frequencies project was to record a twenty-four hour period in the CBD of the city of Melbourne. And that was kind of triggered off by just walking down the street and you'll see someone coming towards you and just overhear a phrase of what they're saying. And that phrase, for some reason, just sticks in your mind. You're wondering, what did they say before and what did they say after? What's the context? And it's similar in a cafe where you can overhear someone loudly exclaim, oh, he's so gay or whatever. And then you're thinking, what are they talking about? Why are they saying that? And um, so with with us, we just stuck vases of flowers and a hidden microphone and hopefully we could capture the entire story behind that Mm. sentence that we thought was interesting. And... um, yeah, and we basically mapped. Uh, what did we do? We so we got about fourteen conversations, right? Uh, varying lengths. We picked out interesting phrases. Sometimes the FM microphones would wave in and out of frequency because we were actually at the back of the cafe recording uh, the frequencies coming through. 
Um, we mapped out interesting words, uh, interesting phrases, uh, noises, just general laughing noises or guttural noises or and whatever. Just good voices, and good voices, good tone of voice, yeah. Yeah. or interesting yeah. character in the. To turn it turned yeah. it into a soundscape, which we then played back in the same venue, with speakers that are sort of discreet as well and they're sort of hidden around six points it was a 6.1 surround sound uh, in, within the cafe so that the people that recorded, we recorded, were then put back into the venue nice. as a soundscape yeah. so there were parts of phrases played back intact so you could understand it, we made different conversations talk to each other, different people talk to each other and we also used a lot of sound editing techniques to make it more of an interesting soundscape from a music point of view mm. And your um, your your relationship with music, of course, goes goes further back, um, and uh, is is entwined quite heavily with uh, with Clan Analog. Um, are you guys still uh, recording outside of these projects? As as uh, I'm not as in Clan Analog so much anymore. Yeah. Um, but Nick is still pretty much the face of Clan Analog. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I shouldn't say that because there's Sydney people <laughs> that are listening. <laughs> um, yeah, um, we've we, we both been <laughs> right. involved in Clan Analog on and off over many years. So, yeah. um, and it's, so it's had. A, am I right in saying that it's? Um, it feels like in Sydney has had a bit of a resurgence of late. They had uh, the kind of uh, large get together at Red Rattler in July, I believe, yeah. and, and now with yeah. the recovery gig that you guys are playing out on Sunday. So, is this part of a kind of broader um, upturn of, of, of activity? Um, yeah, I mean, there is um, a few releases on the horizon, including a retrospective of the label. There was a documentary about Clan Analog recently, yeah. which got screened actually in last year's This Is Not Art right, Festival yeah. up in Newcastle, yeah. and then it got screened in Melbourne a few weeks ago. And there is yeah, a retrospective of the label, which is planned for release hopefully sometime soon-ish. Great. So for all these people and who have no idea what we're talking about when we say Clan Analog, you might have missed them first time around, <laughs> um, there will be a retrospective to get into it. Now, tell us a little bit about what we're going to expect tomorrow night uh, before you go um, at, uh, at the Don't Look Gallery, because I believe not just yourselves and uh, the instruments, but actually a uh, visual component. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. yeah, we did this project before in 2006 for a festival called the Melbourne Fringe. And uh, it was self-funded, and we kind of a bit clunky, all held together with gaffer tape, and etc. We ran it for two weeks, and by the second week, we we're getting a bit cheeky. So basically drilled a hole in the side of the case and stuck a hidden camera in there. And it worked out the way we were positioned in the elevator, because we always stand at the back of the elevator, facing each other, and the audience, as it is, comes in, presses the buttons and does what they want. So the camera was facing out in the doorway. So when the doors open, you'll see the initial reaction, which is always the best, because it's yeah, yeah. gobsmacked, basically. Yeah. And actually, it didn't really pay attention, but someone said you can actually hear music wafting through the lift lobby. Right. Even though you don't see the elevator, you can hear this sound, and it sort of travels past you and gets louder like a Doppler effect, and then disappears. And so when the doors actually open, you actually get us. And, well, the key element is, of course, Nick plays a Casio keyboard. So, I mean, I'm playing a computer with a joystick keypad uh, controller and no one I, knows what that is when they walk in but as soon as they see a keyboard they understand music piano yeah. safe not yeah. a bomb or whatever yeah, yeah. And what I really like about the project, I think, is the fact that um, you know your name might hint at uh, at something that uh, might not be taken seriously, you know. Yeah. And uh, you know, with, with the kind of suitcases and so on, and wearing the suits, you think, oh, you know, we're, we're going to hear some lounge music or something. But actually, the music you're playing is is really serious, you know, and it's is well considered and it's beautiful stuff as well. And I think that's a that's a really nice unexpected uh, contrast to the project as well. So yeah, well, we try to find that balance between something that's interesting, experimental, 
electronic music, which we both both like, but also trying to put some nice chords and melodies and atmosphere in it that maybe might still be unusual for someone that's never mm. listened to electronic music before, but they can still appreciate something out of it. Yeah, yeah. And we also tend to, I mean, we've had we've got the ideas of the tracks from the beginning, but when we're actually playing in the elevator, we'll we'll play to the audience for their 10 second journey as soon as they come in we'll play a certain thing and stay with that while they're in there so they're actually right. listening to a kind of piece of music and we sort of we have composed a few tracks within the elevators but that music tends to be a bit spooky and kind of claustrophobic sounding because it is kind of a really spooky claustrophobic environment to be standing in for up to an hour per session so we do like maybe four four hours a day in elevators with motion sickness included. Yeah, so you guys aren't have no issues with claustrophobia or anything quite like <laughs> Not that. Not yet. <laughs> that might come. Yeah. But we, no. thought, we thought it would be good to, because a lot of people that we told about the project may may have difficulty finding the exact building in, their way, yeah. in at a particular time, we thought it would be good to do some actual evening performances Great. as well. Okay. And, and, and also we can adapt the music a little bit more for, for that. Yeah. that kind of you know situation fascinating stuff thanks very much for coming in and thanks for playing live for us tonight thank you very much um, thought I'd take a track um, from uh, from your CD and this one is called Their Eyes Met Across the Partition <laughs> Thank you. 
They didn't want to tell anyone yet, because this object was too weird to be believed. It was in the wrong place. No. Weird. Australia. 